When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Here's what's cooking on the day's sports stove local hour. We're going to preview Eastern Kentucky's return to football against Lamar this week at home. We're also going to look at Kentucky versus Mississippi State. And we're also going to turn off our phone so you don't hear the ringer. Uh, we were also talk with EKU defensive back Joseph Sales. That and more. That's what's cooking on the day's Sports Stove Podcast. Welcome into a new edition of the Sports Stove Local Hour presented by IPM Pest and Termite, Central Kentucky's neighborhood pest professional. You have ants, spiders, centipedes. How about those pesky stink bugs? Uh, IPM Pest and Termite is here to help you. Find more information at myipm.com. That's myipm.com. And if you end up giving them a call, make sure you let them know that you heard about them on the Sports Stove local hour we sure appreciate the support and sponsorship of ipm pest and termite it's been a quiet week on the front of eku football because they had the bye last week the off week a chance to rest a chance to get healthy as a matter of fact uh, coach talked about that in his press conference today they got to get some reps for some of the younger guys this uh, week in practice to get up the uh, guys who've been playing and get some rest and recovery and all of those good things. But football is back in Richmond, Kentucky this Saturday at 2 o'clock kickoff. It will be on ESPN+. Plus. But if you're in the Central Kentucky area, why don't you come down to the game? We'd sure love to have you. And uh, Eastern Kentucky, 5-2 and two on the year, still undefeated in the conference. And they face off against Lamar, a 1-5 Lamar team this week. Uh, when you look at the conference and the, specifically the A-Sun WAC challenge that is this year, Sam Houston is the team to beat. They're 4-0 in the conference, 6-0 on the season as well. They came in as the favorites for the conference this year. Also, Central Arkansas, Jacksonville State, uh, Stephen F. Austin, all teams that were supposed to be 
pretty good this year. Well, EKU's already beat Central Arkansas, and uh, they still have Jacksonville State and Stephen F. Austin to play, as well as Sam Houston. And so a big road in front of them. But before they get to the two Texas teams and the Alabama team, they have to face off against Lamar. Lamar is 1-5 and five on the season, 0-3 oh, in the conference. It's not been pretty for Lamar. As a matter of fact, uh, Lamar has gotten uh, outscored by quite a few points so far this year. And it'll be interesting to see kind of what kind of team they are now because last game they played, was against Central Arkansas, which you remember, Eastern Kentucky beat not that long ago. Central Arkansas beat Lamar 49-38. to Lamar had only scored 41 points all season coming into this game, and all of a sudden, they uh, are at home against Central Arkansas last Saturday, and uh, they scored 38 points. They still lost, but that was a massive outbreak in scoring for Lamar considering that they have been unable to do that so far this uh, season. And you kind of have to wonder what kind of team is coming into Richmond this weekend. Is it the team that can put up 38 or is it the team that gets shut out? Um, is the question really it comes down to their quarterback, uh, Mike Chandler. He uh, threw for 154 yards and two touchdowns on the way to 38 points. The running backs uh, are got three of the touchdowns, but the main one only carried the ball 15 times, and that's Jalen, I believe you say, Dumit. Uh, and he carried the ball 15 times. He had 125 yards and one touchdown. Uh, Chandler, the quarterback, had a touchdown, and Ferguson, a uh, receiver, had a touchdown as well. There's just not a whole lot of offense to be had. They did get an interception. And even scoring 38 points, the stats, you don't look at the stats and go, boy, what a game. No, they they were somehow able to find 38 points, though, to hang on Central Arkansas, even though they still get the loss. You look at the rest of their schedule, they got shut out by uh, UTSA, 54 to nothing to start the the season. They beat Northern Colorado, 17 to 10. They lost to Abilene Christian, 56 to nothing. They lost to Sam Houston, 41-7. They lost to Abilene Christian, 24-17. They made it a game. And then they lost to Central Arkansas, 49-38. to I asked Coach at his weekly press conference uh, about this Lamar team and what he expects from them, and he said they are improving. Uh, they've gotten better each and every week. But, of course, Coach Wells is always going to say nice things about the opponents. The reality is, is this game should be a blowout. Eastern Kentucky coming off a of bye week should have no issues with Lamar this week, but they will have issues with Lamar if they're looking ahead to the next three games, which is the two road trips to Stephen F. Austin and Sam Houston, and then the home closer against Jacksonville State. Uh, this is a what you call the classic trap game for Eastern Kentucky. They've had a great season thus far. They've played really well, especially as of late. They should have won the Indiana State game. They did not. And uh, But since then, they've won four straight. And at the end of the day, you know, now you're looking at the conference game, Lamar. You got to close them out. You got to prove that you're one of the best teams in the conference on your way to proving that you're the best team in the conference. We'll talk about more of that in just a moment. But first, I'd like us to have a guest on the show. And today's guest is EKU defensive back Joseph Sales. This interview is presented by Bible Pathway Baptist Church in Richmond, Kentucky, located at 464 Three Forks Road. You can find more information at BiblePathwayBC.com. Services are Sunday, 1045 a.m. 
Then the church provides lunch for all of the members and guests, and then a one o'clock afternoon service as well. All are invited to come. And uh, just as Bible Pathway Baptist Church invites you to come visit the services, we invite Joseph Sales for an interview today. We are joined now by EKU defensive back Joseph Sales. Joseph, thanks for being with us today. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, definitely. Uh, if I read correctly, you have the most games played from the current EKU roster. Uh, anybody else on your team? You've played the most mm -hmm. at EKU so far. So tell me, what is the difference with this team versus the teams you've played with here at EKU in the past? Um, I feel like the difference between teams I play with this year and the teams I played with in the past is just the the motivation and the hunger that these guys bring to the table. You know, they uh, every day they make me excited to make plays. You know what I'm saying? They make me excited to come out here and play with my brothers, play, uh, play along these my teammates, along these coaching staff. It's a great it's a great experience. And, you know, I wish everybody come to EK experience the, the, the type of fun I have over here. Well, you're having a lot of fun this year for sure. You lead the team in interceptions. You got three of them. And uh, as a whole, the defensive backs, well, and the linebackers too, I guess. I mean, you guys have uh, 12 interceptions, I think, 10 interceptions, something like that this yeah, season. Yeah, I believe it's 10. 10 interceptions so far this season. So what is the um, the credit? What gets the credit for the turnovers that you guys are forcing? Our D-line and our linebackers, I feel like the, the pressure that they uh, put on the quarterbacks and make the quarterbacks, you know, throw off the timing of, wide receivers and their routes and, you know, just, just how the game's supposed to be played and all that stuff. It gives us the opportunity to make plays on the, on those deep balls or, or some of those in routes that they may throw a little bit late and stuff like that. It gives us a chance to capitalize on, on the quarterback's mistakes, but most definitely I give credit to our D line and how fast they get back there and, and, make mess for all the quarterback you know what i'm saying so. <laughs> yeah this defense is special i mean you know i've been i'm at every home game i watch the road games on, on tv and uh, i've been writing articles every week and it's just like it always comes back to the defense the defense just there's there's causing havoc up front the linebackers are doing their part the dbs are doing their part you davion uh back there picking balls off and then on yeah, the other yeah. side you got other guys that are playing great too john's been playing yeah, some good some good football on the other side and a lot happening. Um, it, has there been any change this year in the defensive scheme uh, that's allowed some more activity, or has it just been uh, having a full year, not having the COVID situation that was last year, those kinds of things that have helped you guys be this successful so far? Yeah, I feel like um, like us not having us not playing that spring season, and a lot of other teams having gave us just a little bit of advantage, just we we're getting more reps than a lot of other teams. You know what I'm saying? We, we do a lot of, we do a lot of two, um, I don't know the word two two ball. It's, we do a lot of, we get a lot of reps is what I'm trying to say. So those reps and, you know, they pile up, they pile up and pile up. So we just get that advantage over a lot of teams and it just makes us all play to a higher standard and hold ourselves, hold ourselves to a standard that, that we could set against the whole ASUN. Definitely. So, I mean, you guys are currently in second place in the conference behind Sam Houston. Uh, well, I mean, you're, you're both undefeated in the conference, but um, you got a pretty rough stretch coming up here to end the season, but it's mm -hmm. following after a week off. Coach said that 
Some of you guys got a little extra rest uh, with this week off. They gave some of the guys that hadn't been getting reps some reps in practice and things like that as well. Uh, what do you think you were able to accomplish with the off week? Was it mainly rest or was there more involved as well? Um, most definitely rest. But um, as, a, as our position group, we try to focus on the little techniques that we can add on this week that we may miss out in, in, in previous game weeks. So these extra three, four days of practice, we can really hone in on doing our job, make sure that we're getting the right technique down on all our calls and just and just playing good, sound, fundamental football across the whole board. Are you guys going to shut out Lamar? I mean, that's always a, that's always a goal uh, to always shut out the team. But, you know, this is this is uh, D1 football and and teams got got great players across the whole nation. So our goal is always a shutout. But. Our main goal is always to win. So as long as we win. That's all that matters, right? Yeah, that's all that matters. Uh, I can't get Coach to say anything bad about another team, and I'm sure you won't either. But, uh, you know, I look at the schedule for Lamar. They really had a rough start. But last week against Central Arkansas, they scored almost more points than they scored all season. So um, I don't know if you've seen anything in film. Is there anything there that says, hey, they are drastically improving? Um, uh, I mean, obviously, again, I'm not asking you to say anything bad about Lamar, but um, but yeah. uh, do you see the, the the improvement over time, or are you mainly looking at kind of the last game and trying to find some tendencies in the receivers and things like that? Yeah, they're yeah, um, they're hard, they're a hard football team, and and they and like you said, they had a very rush uh, rough stretch in the beginning, but like all like most teams around the nation, every week you just try to keep improving and improving, so. We try not to get we try not to get too uh, too ahead of ourselves because um, uh, because of the record or or so on and so forth. But they got good players. We got to respect their team as well as every other team that we may play and, and come out with with the same attitude to to be one to know that that week. And and if we could get some hints on, on film of what they may do the best and stuff like that, we're going to use that to our advantage, obviously. But like I said, we uh, we gonna wa- we watch the film. We see what they do. They're imp- they're uh, an improving football team, and, and that's what we're gonna go with on Saturday and and, and play EKU defense. Um, with you guys, you've got two road, two more road games, two more home games. You got Lamar this weekend at home. You end Jacksonville State at home. Then in between those, you've got Stephen F. Austin and Sam Houston. Um, how aware are you guys of the like the national ranking? of the conference and what you guys have to do to, to you know, win the conference, those sorts of things. How much of that is on your, the players' minds? Because I know what the coaches are going to say. <laughs> but, uh, but on the players' minds, do you care about the national ranking? And how much are you guys striving for winning the conference? Um, I, feel like all, uh, I feel like, yes, we do care about the national rankings, but at the end of the day, as we as long as we do what we have to do day in and day out, and go one and zero every single week, the national rankings and all those other distractions will take will, uh, will take care of themselves. Um, you guys have had several NFL teams come through uh, practices and things like that. Have you had any opportunity to have any cool conversations with anybody? Get any ideas of what they're seeing out of your talent? Um, no, sir. I've not okay. had any uh, conversations with any scouts yet. Uh, or do you have the extra year? Yes, I have one more year left. Okay, okay. I wasn't sure how that because at some places you're listed as a senior and others as a junior, yeah. and trying to figure figure that all out. Uh, so basically, my last question is: 
uh, is the team going to be able to win out? Like, I mean, Sam Houston, they were favored coming into the season to win the conference. You still have them. You have them on the road. Stephen F. Austin, not a great record, but they're a good team. Uh, Jacksonville State, they beat Florida State. So they're not a bad team either. Their record's not great at the moment either. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, Lamar, you know, you don't want to you don't want to overlook anybody. So w- do you guys think that you can win out this season? Yes, for sure. I, I do believe we can win out. Like I said, we go want to know every single week. We take care of, of what we need to do. We limit the distractions from all the outside noise and, and we just hone in on what we do best and and, and not looking at the scoreboard and and all that stuff, we would most definitely win out. Do you guys like to make fun of Parker on his athletic ability? All, all the time. I'm on Parker. <laughs> he led the team in rushing one game. So, I mean, you got to give him yeah. some some credit, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, the team is doing great. They're, they're absolute. You guys are a blast to watch each week. I'm hoping we have a good crowd out there on Saturday for Lamar. Uh, can you tell the folks that you posted on Instagram tonight that you uh, have a thing with Campus Mogul where people can go and purchase some uh, number 11 apparel. Uh, you want to tell the folks about that? Oh, yeah. Um, I just partnered with um, Campus Mogul. They're um, they're uh, a growing platform, a growing apparel platform to give athletes opportunity to capitalize off their name, image, and likeliness. So if you would like to support me, you can go to my um, Instagram and click the link in my bio and Get a crew neck, a sweatshirt, T-shirt. They come kid sizes, um, male and woman. So, what's your Instagram handle? I don't have it in front of me. I'm sorry. Uh, it's sjo underscore fficiaal. All right, sjo underscore fficiaal. Uh, you can find the link there for the campus mogul and support the players. How cool is that NIL opportunity for you guys? Uh, it's amazing. I feel like with with social media and and how branding is nowadays and and the the type of expo- exposure and influence athletes have, it gives it gives us the opportunity to capitalize of what we what we do the most and while we play the sport while we do it gives us a cap it gives us the opportunity to capitalize off us ourselves in a way yeah and, yeah and, definitely in the school so i feel like it's just a good opportunity all around yeah that's great joseph sales he's the leading interceptor <laughs> leading the team in interceptions so far this season with three he's one of the leaders of the defense and continues to uh, have a strong season looking forward to seeing how the season plays out joseph thanks so much for being with us tonight Yes, sir. Thank you. You too. We sure appreciate Joseph coming on and spending the time with us today. We always appreciate the uh, players and the coaches who have joined us from Eastern, and uh, we look forward to what is ahead as well. I want to remind you, this last week, if you haven't listened to the episode yet from last week, we had three coaches on. We had, of course, Walt Wells. We also had the men's basketball coach, A.W. Hamilton, and the women's basketball coach, Greg Todd, as basketball season is just around the corner and a lot going on at Eastern Kentucky. But again, we're coming down to the end of football season, these final four days or four games, excuse me, for the football season. And it's time for everything to just turn it up a notch, right? The defense who's played well all season, They've got to continue to play well. The offense, who has gotten gradually better, it seems like every game they have to be consistent. That's the word that Coach Wells likes to talk about. And they have to continue to perform there. The run game 
Uh, the past game, Parker McKinney's continuing to do great on offense, lead this team as well. And I'm intrigued to see as the EKU staff has been rotating in players, getting other people involved, and uh, both on defense and on offense, I'm interested to see if there's any new tweaks uh, after this off week, if they've been able to, if they've installed anything new, and uh, if we'll see anything different out of this team, uh, or if it'll just be improving on what they've already been doing. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit of Kentucky, the University of Kentucky football, as they face off against Mississippi State this week, and a few quick thoughts on basketball as well. But first, a word from our sponsors. With over 20 years of experience, Matt Schaefer and the good folks at locally owned IPM Pest and Termite provides pest control service for all of Central Kentucky's pest control needs. Whether you have a current pest control problem or want to prevent infestation from ever entering your home, IPM Pest and Termite offers maintenance programs that will help keep pests out of your home and provide peace of mind. So for dependable, reliable services that you can count on, get in touch with our good friend Matt Schaefer at IPM Pest and Termite today at myipm.com. That's myipm.com. Built for the man on the go, the Compass by Law Terrain is primed to take on life's moments. From casually keeping time around the boardroom table to backing you up in tough terrain, style and function go hand in hand with this wristwatch that offers dependability under any circumstance. The sporty nature of a chronograph pairs well with a variety of leather and nylon straps and bands to complete any look. Reliable, versatile, great looking, and easy to wear every day. All Law Terrain watches are backed with an international 24-month warranty to protect against any manufacturer issues. We stand behind our products because we know they are built to high expectations. Visit law-terrain.com and use code SPORTSSTOVE for 10% off. Welcome back to uh, the Sports Stove Local Hour, presented by IPM Pest and Termites, Central Kentucky's Neighborhood Pest Professionals. The University of Kentucky also had a week off in football, and now they return to the field on the road. They go to Mississippi State. Kentucky is currently ranked number 12 in the nation at 6-1, and one, Mississippi State 4-3. and three. But State is the favorite in this game, not by much. Uh, and then depending on where you look, not at all, actually. There's a, a, some people have a one-and-a-half uh, uh, favorite to Kentucky. Most are see, I'm seeing it mostly at two points for Mississippi State, but uh, that line is moving even as we speak. Mississippi State is uh, known for having an offensive coach, of course, the Pirate. And, uh, you know, their season has not gone as most people thought it would. I, it's actually going exactly as I predicted in the Sports Stove podcast SEC preview episode many months ago. But nonetheless, uh, UK comes in. Really, there's no game left on the Kentucky schedule that Kentucky should lose. But the reality is, is I think they lose at least one game. And I think it either comes this week with Mississippi State or next week with Tennessee because they're not going to lose uh, to Vanderbilt. They're not going to lose to New Mexico State. Louisville maybe could make give a run, I suppose. But I think that Kentucky loses one more game uh, this season. And uh, and actually, now that I look at it everywhere, has Kentucky as the favorite now. That is a shift. That is a change from what was here earlier in the week as well. The big thing with Kentucky, again, their defense is, is phenomenal. It really is. It's, like, it's one of the best defenses in the nation. But the pass offense is the problem. Now, I say the problem. They've only lost one game. Uh, so it's not necessarily knocking them. But if you have to look at an area that has to improve, 
for Kentucky to have a successful rest of the season, it is comes down to their pass offense. And it's been better than it's been in past years, yet it's still the weak point of this offense. The run game is is doing what it's supposed to do. Uh, Will Levis, again, is, is an improvement at quarterback over what they've had in the past, but that's still been the main issue. His completion percentage is good. His touchdown to interception ratio is not bad. It's 13 touchdowns, six interceptions. Uh, but they always seem to just make those those little mistakes. And honestly, they're not putting um, the ball in Levis's hands to win the game. They're putting it in Rodriguez's hands. And uh, Levis has a role in the run game, and obviously he is the pass game. But at the end of the day, that's what has to just get better. And they've had a week off, and so we assume that it will. One and a half points against Mississippi State on the road against Mississippi State. Uh, coming off a of bye week, that should benefit Kentucky. This one scares me for Kentucky, though. I think it's a close one. I don't even know which way I'll pick on it. I just think it's a close game uh, that comes down towards the end. And maybe I'm completely wrong, and maybe Kentucky proves uh, that, you know, they are the team that they look like they've been in their wins over Florida and LSU. We expect them to lose to Georgia. That's that's no There's no shame in that. Um, but nonetheless, a tough road game at Mississippi State. And uh, I think this one comes comes down to a three-point game uh, one way or the other. Basketball-wise, uh, again, basketball season is right around the corner. And uh, that being said, this Kentucky basketball team uh, looks to be what we hoped they would be. <laughs> they are incredibly talented, uh, which we know. They they brought in transfers. They brought in uh, freshmen. And, uh, you know, you look at the blue-white scrimmage game, and I've heard, you know, one person on the radio say, it's just a scrimmage. It means nothing. You can learn nothing from it. I disagree. I think you can learn something from it. Maybe not learn everything, obviously, but you can see some fight. You can see some passion. And what we're seeing out of this team so far in this early going is that they're a team who's going to compete this year for a national championship. Now, does that mean they'll win? Not necessarily. Does it mean they should win? I would argue yes. And uh, some people would call me a homer, but I think if you listen to me compared to other people in the area, you'll find I'm not a homer, but I just think this team is too talented to lose. Now, again, in the tournament, you get one game, and if you lose, you're out. It very well could happen. But this is a team talented enough to bring another championship to Lexington, and Coach Calipari is running out of excuses uh, for only having one national championship. And he'll try to tell us, oh, we've been to a bunch of Final Fours and we've won this many SEC titles and blah, 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 blah. Who cares? At the end of the day, um, you're one of the highest paid coaches in the country to win championships. And last year, the coaching is what really failed this team. This year, the talent's too good. They'll be able to overcome some coaching things. And Coach Cal brought in some assistance that should help them as well. At the end of the day, I think Kentucky is a legit threat, not only in the SEC, but in the nation again this year. And we'll get to see it early and often as they face off to start the, the season. They're going to be uh, playing against Duke, and uh, it's going to be quite the matchup, needless to say, a fun start to the season, and it's coming very quickly. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sports Stove Local Hour. Thanks again to Joseph Sales for joining us and uh, talking with us today. Thank you to IPM Pests and Termites, Central Kentucky's neighborhood pest professionals. Again, you can visit them at myipm.com. And also thank you to Bible Pathway Baptist Church. You can find more information about them at biblepathwaybc.com 
Again, they're located in Richmond, Kentucky. All are invited to come visit this week, Sunday, 1045 a.m. Stick around for a free lunch following the service. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Sports Stove. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. And make sure you share this episode with all of your favorite EKU friends. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you around the sports stove.